Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Leonard, and I am joined by my wife, Alyssa Leonard. Hi, everybody. And we are also joined by the Hubenthals. We have Mike and Lachelle Hubenthal with us. Hello. Hello. And uh, with we are really excited about this. This is our very first episode of the Parenting Podcast. Very excited about that. The real life issue that we're tackling today is fostering a heart of thankfulness in your child. So it's November and we're coming up on Thanksgiving, so it only seems appropriate we'd be talking about thankfulness with our kids. Yeah. This is not a new thing. Parents have been trying to teach their kids thankfulness for a long time. As sinners, that does not come naturally. So yeah. something we have to work at. Yeah, the lack of thankfulness, really, it's it's not a unique problem to our culture today. It it's It's been around for a long time, and God, God has some things to talk about it. So as parents, uh, we are entrusted by God to teach biblical values to our children, and and thankfulness is one of those one of those values. So we're really excited um, to to tackle this topic and and look at it from a biblical perspective as well. Uh, let's kick things off, Hubenthal's. Let's let's kick it over to you guys and just share with us a, a situation that provided maybe a teachable moment in this area of thankfulness. So we have lots of teachable moments in our house regarding thankfulness. <laughs> uh, we've by no means mastered it. We had one the other day where the girls got new t-shirts from school and one of them because they they happened to get the wrong color or something ended up with two mm. so one of the other children's like that's not fair they got two shirts <laughs> <laughs> which we just gotten all of them shirts and so like you can't be thankful for your shirt <laughs> so what I did was I, I said, oh, well, this is great. Our stuffed bear is really going to enjoy his new shirt. So the bear got to wear one child's shirt for two or three days before she got to to keep her shirt. So it was a, a nice little lesson of maybe you should have been thankful for your shirt. She really appreciated her shirt when she got her shirt oh, back. I bet <laughs> she did. That's a great idea. I love that. Um, kind of talking about entitlement, discontent, sibling rivalry. We talk a lot about how life is not equal. Mm. Like you're not all going to get the same thing every time. For example, we had a birthday party for one kiddo in March, right before COVID hit. She got her birthday party, had a great time. The next kiddo has a birthday in May. She got nothing. Absolutely. Well, she got birthday gifts, but she didn't get a birthday party. She Mm -hmm. didn't have friends come over. Next year rolls around. March birthday gets her birthday party. May birthday gets a sleepover. Big problem. (laughs) With the March birthday, just talking about sibling rivalry. Well, why does she get a sleepover? I didn't get a sleepover. And it came to, well, she didn't have a birthday party at all the year before. How how do you think that would make you feel? Well, I wouldn't like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we had a lesson talking about how we try to be fair but it's not always going to be equal. You're going to have different opportunities. Our oldest is going to hit youth group. She's going to have youth group trips first. That's just going to happen first. And just talking about, we try and make it fair, but not everything's always going to be exactly equal. And we, like Mike said, we're a work in progress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 
and life circumstances are just not going to be the same for all of them. They're, we've got five, seven, nine, and 11. So the five-year-old's not going to be doing the same things as the 11-year-old. Right. So our 11-year-old's like, they come home from our community group and they're like, uh, so what candy did you guys get at a community group? It's like, <laughs> you got to go to youth group. Yeah. Remember that pizza party you had with your small group a few weeks ago? Oh yeah, but that was a few weeks ago. Yes, but you had a pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we spent a lot of time talking about how it's not going to be exactly equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being thankful and grateful for what you do have and what, what each season of life really brings about is, mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, we had a similar situation with one, one with our kids. One had a birthday, and two months before, the other had had a birthday. But when she watched her sister open her gifts, she goes, oh, I didn't get any presents for my birthday. <laughs> Just because it was two months ago and you can't remember what you got doesn't mean you didn't get presents. You got presents and we're thankful. And but she wanted what her sister had. She didn't get anything that day. Yeah, that day. That, <laughs> that was a rough day. Rough day. Well, good. We do want to talk uh, from a biblical perspective. So what are some passages of scripture that you use to encourage your kids to be thankful? wants to go first did you want me to okay Mike Lichelle, at me. Lichelle's got it. <laughs> okay so I wanted to say make sure I said it right so we like seeds of faith I like Steve Green I grew up with Steve Green he's a little more old <laughs> oh, school classic. but I grew up with him oh, so yeah. one of my favorite songs is it's in Philippians it's do everything without complaining and I'll sing this to the kids do everything without arguing and then it talks about without complaining without arguing and I say are you complaining uh, Are you arguing? <laughs> but I like to take it directly from the Bible and just even um, being kind to each other and thankful. I like, um, I it was one that I think just someone from my church made up growing up, but be ye kind one to another. I'll sing songs to them, yes. uh, verses, because it helps me remember oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you being kind one to another? Mm-hmm. You know, are you complaining? Are you arguing? Are you being thankful? As always, no, mm-hmm. no. No. (laughs) And sometimes it works. And sometimes I say, I think we just need to pray about it. Yeah. This is something that we're really struggling with. And you know, you're complaining, you know, you're arguing, you know, you're not being kind. And the quickest way to have a heart change is sometimes just have them realize it and then pray about it. Mm -hmm. And I can't change their heart. That's on them. Mm -hmm. But I can present what God would like us to do. And they know. They know. They've heard. They know. Yeah. That's yeah, not news. Mike, did you have something to I'll add to that? I'll be singing a solo next. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I I love that because when you were singing that song, that I, I learned that same exact song. It's kind of ringing in my head uh, as a child. And, yeah, that sticks with you, and, and it's not just a song. It's, it's scripture. So, yeah, Alyssa, I think you had a, a passage of scripture, a few that, that you had in mind. Yeah, I was thinking of a, of a few. Um, the, one of the first one that comes to mind is Philippians as well. Philippians four, where it talks about, don't worry about anything, but instead you're supposed to pray and talk to God and with thankfulness. Yeah. You know, I think those things go hand in hand. If, if you have a child who worries and I have a child who worries, I am a worrier and I have to remember, you know what, if I stop and I talk to the Lord about, about my fears and my worries, and I also remember the things that I'm thankful for, then comes the verse right after that that says, then the peace of God, 
-hmm. It passes understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. So those things go hand in hand. Um, The other one that came to mind too was Psalm 107. One says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his love endures forever. And, And I'm not giving thanks for even circumstance. I'm giving thanks for God's character. And I can do that no matter what my circumstances are, no matter what's happening. I can always be thankful for who God is. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for sharing. Mike, did you have another one or no? That was kind of you guys's. Well, not so much one that I necessarily share with the kids, but Psalm 103 came to mind yeah. where it talks about bless the Lord, oh my soul, uh, and all that is within me, bless the Lord and forget none of his benefits. And then it goes on to list all sorts of benefits yeah. that, that God gives, you know, healing your diseases, filling your, your life with good things, uh, forgiving your transgressions. That's a great list of of ways to be thankful, not just for kids, but for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Psalms are really just replete with examples of, of God telling his children to be thankful and to remember his goodness to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's helpful too, because thankfulness has to start with parents. Like yeah. We can't really teach our kids something that we're not practicing. You mean, Alyssa, if I'm complaining about drivers going down the road, and then <laughs> right. my kids are like, what's with that driver? And I'm uh-huh. like, man, that's kind of rude. <laughs> yes. They're modeling that. They're modeling that? it. Yeah, they're learning it from somewhere. A lot yeah, of times, it starts with us. it's we a reflection to. of us. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that kind of goes into the next question we were, we were going to talk about here is, are there some ways that you volunteer or serve others as a family to encourage thankfulness? So this is more the practical side. Uh, what are some ideas that you have or maybe that you've done with your family um, to encourage thankfulness and serving others? Uh, we've done Operation Christmas Child Boxes, and I really like that because you can pick a kid. It can be a boy or a girl, and there's a certain age range. I'm showing Jared the age range, and he, <laughs> you guys can't see me, but <laughs> like five to nine-year-old boy. So I would pick that for Tim. I pick the kid that's their age and we go shopping and I say, I want you to want this box. Oh, you want us to want this box? Yes. I said, I want you to want this box. So everything in this box needs to be something that you would enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then there's just basic things they need in it, like a toothbrush. Um, They don't have a ball. So you have to have a ball and a pump. Mm -hmm. And we spent a lot of times talking about, well, why don't they have a toothbrush? Everybody has a toothbrush. Things that we don't even think about in America mm-hmm. being thankful for, or a ball. Tim's like, well, I have five balls. I said, yeah, but they don't have any balls, yeah. and they have no way to blow it up. So that is something that we enjoy, and we're kind of in that season mm-hmm. about teaching yeah. the kids and giving them a box of something that you would want to. Mm-hmm. But Not just giving them all your clothes that you don't like or the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really good and practical and something that really any parent can do is, um, yeah, Operation Christmas Child. It's a great, great thing that you can do as a family as well. So, mm-hmm. And the nature of being a pastor's family is our kids, we're at church a lot, <laughs> serving and doing different things. And so we really just try to bring our kids along and explain to them, you know, you get to do this special thing because your dad's a pastor, because we're serving and we're going to do this together I meet with, um, maybe if I meet with a mom and they've got younger kids and my kids play with them while I talk with the mom, like, and I've talked with our kids and you're not just playing with someone, you are serving the Lord by playing with them and by helping, that's helping me out so that I can talk with her and, um, and you're serving that way. And I think that really helps just to bring them along and make them a part of whatever you're doing. Yeah. 
Did you have something to add, Mike? Sure. This is a another sort of Christmas related thing, but so Lachelle usually likes to read Christmas books in December. And we we got one that it's called the Sparkle Box, which is sort of a cheesy title, but <laughs> they've got this little thing. You put a box on your mantle and uh, just put slips in, thinking about things that you've been able to do for others during the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. uh, and we've done that a couple times not to, to try to like fluff ourselves up for, for what we do, but it's been a good teaching yeah. lesson for, for the children to, to learn. You know, Christmas is not just about getting stuff for us. Yeah. Um, and then that sparkle box is our gift to Jesus. Uh, what we've done. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it has been Christmas Eve and the kids have said, I wonder what's in the sparkle box. Mm. And mom and dad <laughs> are like, what do we do this Christmas season? So if you start those traditions, you got to be prepared <laughs> to <Yeah>. keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, but that's what we're looking for is practical things. What have you actually done? Um, in this podcast, we want to we want to share some practical tips and things that you've actually tried to. So, uh, one one more quick thing for us is we've got an older lady that lives across the street from us, and um, her husband died just a few years ago, so she's a widow now. And we so I went over and offered to to shovel her driveway, and our girls a side benefit of that uh, she has a really nice snowblower. Uh, so she let me use that, which is pretty sweet. And she's like, go ahead and do yours too. And I was like, oh, awesome. Very kind of you. And the girls have seen, seen me, uh, were seeing me do that and they came along and they're helping shovel and they're jumping right in and helping serve. And, um, it's just, yeah, fun, fun to do that and, and model serving and being thankful that, you know, we, we can get out and do all these things and help her out because she physically can't, um, so that's, that's one way that we've kind of done is just being helpful and serving and serving others in your neighborhood is, is a great way to do that as well as a family. So uh, next question is when, when we requ- require our kids to say thank you, are we settling for behavior modification over true heart change? So sometimes you say, hey, you need to say thank you because this or that or whatever. Um, and we, we do want to, to modify that behavior, but, but are we settling there instead of doing uh, and having really true heart change? And can this lead to true heart change in our kids? Melissa, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, the shorter answer is, the short answer is I think that it can lead to heart change, and I think it is a good thing to make my child say thank you, even if they don't feel thankful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, if, if we do similar things, even with like saying they're sorry, like we don't always wait for them to feel sorry to tell their sibling they're sorry and ask for forgiveness. But we might be waiting a long time in our house, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes. So yeah, thankfulness, and I think if we get in the habit of saying thank you, then I think it does lead to being thankful, and we can't guarantee that, but right. I think it's a good habit to get into. Yeah, human thoughts. Yeah, I would agree with what you said. I once had somebody uh, give a talk back when I was in high school, and and he said, one of the things you have to do is think right, and then you can think right. Oh, yeah. Uh, And you you end up leading your your thinking by having an attitude. If you just get into the habit of being thankful, then you're able to more readily 
have your mind in a place where it should be where you you are thankful. Mm. And I think that is consistent with what we were talking about with in, with the Psalms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God tells them to be thankful and to remember. It's not remember if you feel like it. He mm-hmm. He's doing the same thing that we're telling our children to to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's commanding them there to do that and and to be thankful and yeah. No, oh, that's really good. So I want to share something Mike started doing at our house. And I think it's been so changing to our kids' attitudes. A lot of times it might be grumbling, basically not being thankful and being kids, (laughs) entitled kids. Uh And so he'll flip it around and he says, okay, we're going to go around the table and I want you to say three things nice about your sibling if it's criticizing that we're struggling with Mm -hmm. or three things you're thankful for. Because it might be, I want this, I want that. He said, okay. And Mike does it and it is a, complete attitude change at our house mm-hmm. and key is you start youngest to oldest mm. and you can't repeat because if tim listens to our oldest abby i mean we're getting the straight line but you start with the youngest and then they'll say well oh, they took everything so uh-huh. you can't think of anything to be thankful for you're older you yeah. should be able to think of it so it's been a really good stretching experience and we were mm-hmm. even on vacation and our kids just had the grumbles and uh, Mike did that, and it just changes the whole tone mm. of your meal, of your car ride, of anything. And I'm going to tell you flat out, it was Mike's idea, and it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things go, that Mike. he came up with. Yeah. It's just been a big attitude change for our house. So yeah. always go youngest to oldest. <laughs> I love that. There you go. That's, That's a great. pro then tip. you have four kids. You have to come up with 12 things by the end of it. That's at right. Least. Parents included, then it's, I can't do that math. Yeah, right. Mom and dad have the hardest time because they, they <laughs> take the low-lying fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a little more creative. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of goes right into the next next question. How do you give your kids perspective of how blessed we are without making it a guilt trip? So how do we how do we do that? Hmm. I think it starts with us, and I have to be thankful and and recognize how blessed I am. But then to tell my, to point those things out to my kids, you know, if someone randomly gives us a gift card or does something really kind for us, my kids don't always see those things. They don't they don't open the mail. They don't get the card. They don't even care if I'm paying with my debit card or a gift card at the store. Like they just care that they got what they wanted or what they needed. And so I try to be conscious of those things and point them out and say, you know what? We just got a, a letter from someone and they gave us this gift card and like, wow, isn't that, we're, that is so kind of them. We're so thankful for that. What a blessing. And you know, the Lord is providing for our needs through this person. And, and so kind of trying to point those things out to our kids that maybe they wouldn't see otherwise kind of being intentional about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Lachelle does a really good job at our house of sending thank you cards. Mm. I think that's a great exercise for the kids uh, to be able to, if somebody does something nice, just to go through the deliberate effort to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember doing that as a kid and my parents making me write thank you cards for every birthday card I got or whatever. And is so annoyed by it, but. Even if they can't write like Tim, he's five. He can write, now he can write Tim, but I had him just writing his T and he would color a picture. So even if they're not writing, they can do the little thing. I'll take one of their coloring sheets and I said, this is perfect. This is all grandma and grandpa really want and I'll stick it in the mail. Mm -hmm. 
But so you can really start that at any age. Tim will now draw a picture. And, can we send this? I'm like, Ooh, how many stamps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stamps aren't as cheap as they used to That's be. Right. You know, um, you can kind of collect those pictures. And I know them all at once after a while. That's Use right. fewer stamps that way. There you go. That's a pro tip. All right. Oh, yeah. One more for Mike. Yeah. So, Alyssa, you sort of touched on some money-related stuff. And I had a few thoughts just in regard to that. I think when it comes to money, there's a lot you can teach your kids about Mm. being thankful. Uh, We used to give them an allowance. I was giving them like a dollar every once in a while. (laughs) And I I took a 10-cent TV internet fee out. Uh, <laughs> just so they'd recognize, hey, we're paying for internet so uh-huh. that you guys can watch your your Netflix in the afternoon, and it, that was a great learning experience mm-hmm. for them. Like, what? Yes. Oh, we have to pay for this? Uh-huh. And and Abby's like, well, if I don't watch TV, can I take a, <laughs> a penny out of that? <laughs> so so that sort of backfired on me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't try it or. Or come up with a better way. <laughs> yeah, but what we've we've done lately, and this is not directly scriptural, but I think it it's a, a principle that comes from scripture is that we try to tie money that they get to labor that they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm an economics nerd, <laughs> so the idea from Adam Smith that money is like a representative of the value of your labor mm-hmm. is a concept that I really like Yeah, uh, because you get money for doing things that are valuable to other people. So when they give you money, it's like they are thankful for, for what you do. Mm-hmm. And then when, when you give somebody money for something, it, it's a measure of, of what you value say, okay, I'm willing to part with the money that I have uh, and give it to you because there's something that, that you're doing that I think is valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that is scriptural. It, I mean, in a sense, second Thessalonians three ten. um, I had to look it up on my phone. Full <laughs> disclosure. Um, says if a man will not work, he will not eat. So that's the idea is you got to work for your food. You've, you got to work to earn money. And, uh, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Kids, kids need to realize that Oh, the, the lights don't just automatically come on. There needs to be electricity and the bill needs to be paid and Netflix is not free and the TV (laughs) and all this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that's a great thing as we, as we think about being thankful, money can, can be a a tool to that end. And they really appreciate the things that they're able to buy a whole lot more Mm. when it's not just mom and dad going to target and they say, mom, can I have a, xyz can i have this the answer is typically no yeah you know if for you example, want it, you can surge save it up. surge is a really fun teen event that yeah. kids get to stay up all night while they're going ice skating uh-huh. and all this stuff well abby paid half of that yeah and you know Aww. what she really appreciated going yeah yes, she valued it didn't <laughs> she, she? she was really thankful more. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we do that in the store too with our kids. It's, they have their own money or whatever for from Christmas or birthdays, and yeah, you mm-hmm. you can buy that if you would like uh, with your own money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I don't know if I'm going to buy that anymore. I don't know if I need that so much. <laughs> so, oh, good. All right, last question here on this topic really is: Does your family have any Thanksgiving traditions? Uh, maybe even surrounding this topic of thankfulness and and so forth. 
I don't know that we really have anything with our kids. I don't think we've started anything. Yeah. When I was growing up, I remember my parents, my mom had little cards. We had a traditional Thanksgiving breakfast. We would always eat the same little breakfast bake. And then she had a little card on the table and you'd write out three things that you were thankful for that year. And then she would save them. So then every year she'd pull out the stack of cards that you had filled out in the previous years. It was really fun to look back and see like the things we were thankful for and how it changed through the years and kind of matured in the, the things we could come up with that we were thankful for. But that was kind of a fun tradition. Maybe it's, Maybe something we need to think about starting in our house. Yeah. Spurring <laughs> your thoughts here. Yeah. I was trying to think too. I have to be so careful starting traditions because once you start a tradition, yeah. you're like committed. Yeah. <laughs> your kids remember. But one thing I've started doing is everyone wants to help in the kitchen, mm-hmm. especially with three girls. And I get overwhelmed when everybody wants to help because there's only so many ingredients to put in a recipe <laughs> and everybody's there and vying for attention. So we've started doing, everybody gets to, cook one dish with mom Mm. for Thanksgiving Mm. and one-on-one. So it works out well because they all know they're going to get to eventually cook their dish with me. So, um, and we just have certain like staple dishes, like the Cubenthal cranberry sauce. We have to have that. Everybody wants to make the cranberry sauce. So we have to then rotate it. This is our house. You have to rotate who gets to make the cranberry sauce. To keep it fair. Yes. Obviously. Um, (laughs) And we were saying pies. Cubenthal family loves pies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Thanksgiving traditions at my house mostly revolve around food. Yeah. <laughs> well, I it's think that's with most thing. families. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanksgiving food that goes hand in hand. Specifically <laughs> pies for the Hubendahl family. They love pie. Yeah. The first year Lachelle and I got married, we did Thanksgiving. And it was only the two of us. But I'm like, all right, we got to have all the pies. So I think I made an apple pie, and a, a cream pie, and maybe one other pie. Oh, my. So... We had a lot of pie, but... Yeah, until Christmas or maybe even the new year. My goodness. Oh, no, don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so one of the kids usually gets to make a pie. And a lot of times when picking the recipe, like, Tim got the uh, chocolate cream pie that's, like, pudding with milk. and You know, like, Mm -hmm. I picked the recipe per the kid. But that's been a really fun tradition of something they always want to do. They always want to cook with me. And it makes it so much less stressful when I do one-on-one. And it's a special, one of the only times I probably pull them one-on-one to cook. Yeah. <laughs> well, it probably makes them more thankful for the food because they That's got right. to make it. Oh, they're to quick to right? say, I help make this. Yeah. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, perfect. Thank you so much, Hubenthals, for joining us for the very first episode of the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. This has been awesome. Great to hang out with you guys. Um, before we sign off here, just wanted to mention a few things. Um, we have an Advent resource coming. We're, we're buying a bunch of Advent uh, family Advent devotionals that is uh, put out by Matt and Lori Chandler. We'll be selling them here soon. So be on the lookout for that. If you're a part of Sailorville Church, we'll be selling them in the Coffee Cove area. So get excited about that. That's one one thing that you may have heard over and over here is Christmas is a great time to start practicing some of these thankfulness things, and why not start it right now during the month of November um, during that. So um, we're really excited about that, and then uh, we'll be seeing you back here in about a month. Our next topic is keeping the focus on Christ at Christmas. So um, how do we do that um, as families and different traditions and things? So um, thanks. Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you, Hubenthals. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great day.